I want to share a word with you today, and then I want to pray with you. But I want to talk to you about faith, and particularly the prayer of faith. You know, um, well, let me just read scripture here from James chapter 5, uh, verses 13 to 16. Uh, the word of God is so amazing. And this is what it says um, in the New King James Version. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. The Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Wow. (laughs) I read that and I just get so energized. I get so full of faith and anointing. I just wish I could lay my hands on you right now. I'm going to by faith, but I would wish I could do it literally. Amazing. You know, the scripture says the prayer of faith will save the sick. And that that's that's powerful. Because you see, a lot of people have backed away from the fact they're not sure whether God heals today, and they're certainly not sure if it's God's will to heal everybody, and it's almost like hit and miss. The Bible says the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up. Uh, that that's that's powerful. Is there, this promise is for anybody? It says, is there anyone sick? I mean, whether you've got a sore throat or whether you've got a cancer tumor, whatever it is, is there anyone sick? Is there anyone with anything that's wrong in your body? So that's all inclusive. It's for everybody. And it says the prayer of faith will save the sick. So the problem has to be why more people are not being healed in North America is that the prayers we are praying are not prayers of faith. I mean, that's that's pretty, uh, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that out. It, it's, it's, I mean, it's just logical. Not that it has to be, but, but it is. If the prayer of faith works, and most of our prayers are not working, then we're not praying the prayer of faith. Many times I find that when people pray, particularly for healing, they either end it by saying, if it be thy will, in other words, they're not sure whether God wants to heal or not. So you can't have authority if you're not sure that that it's even possible for this to happen. And the other thing is, people normally pray, when they pray for somebody to be healed, they talk to God about all of the problems. They talk to God about the sickness. They give God a full medical report. And Smith Wigglesworth, a great healing evangelist many years ago back in England said, you will never pray the prayer of faith if you're focusing in on the problem. And and so, you know, we have to do what David did. Rather than doing what the army of, of Israel was doing, was talking to God about how big the giant was, he talked to the giant about how big God was. Instead of magnifying the works of the enemy, we will magnify the Lord. And we will... And, and when you magnify something, you really don't change it, but it looks bigger. You put a, a magnifying glass in front of some words, 
I, those words don't change. They don't get any bigger, but they sure appear bigger. Our job, our calling, our mandate is to magnify the Lord. We need to do this in every conversation. We need to do this every, every time we open our mouth. Rather than talking about the bad stuff, we need to be talking about the good stuff. Now, don't get me excited. I might start preaching in a minute here, but I'm telling you, um, you know, God lives in this. God dwells in praise. Faith springs up when you just start focusing in on the great things. And some of you say, well, yeah, there's so much stuff around and there's so many problems. Look, let's do what David did. He said, I'm going to stop looking at the problems, thinking of the problems. I will lift up mine eyes from whence cometh my help. He said, I know where my help comes from. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. In other words, David said, I'm not going to focus in on the stuff. I'm not going to talk about the problems. I'm going to focus in on the bigness of God. He said, if God's big enough to make heaven and earth, he is big enough. He's great enough to to fix whatever I need fixing. And that's a word for you today. It is God's will to heal. And it's God's will to heal everybody. We've got a copy of the will. It's called the Bible. And, you know, if, if, if um, you have a relative that dies and you want to know, well, I don't know if they left me anything or not, get a copy of the will. And if in the will it says that you have inherited, you know, a list of things or finances or whatever, um, and you don't get it, you'll, you'll fight for it. You'll have an attitude. Let me tell you, you'll have an attitude. You'll go to court and say, this is my inheritance, and I'm coming for it. Folks, healing is the children's bread. Come on now. Healing is the children's bread. I mean, this is our inheritance. This is what Jesus paid for. This is what he died for. This is what he rose for. This is what he's praying for us for, that that you and I might walk in absolute divine health. And it is possible. Hallelujah. It's possible. Psalm 103 said, David says, let's remember the benefits. And one of the benefits is he forgives all our iniquities. And another benefit is he heals all our diseases. Hallelujah. (laughs) Now, how do you get faith? Well, people, you know, they'll come to me and they'll say, would you lay hands on me that, that I could get a gift of faith or that I'll have faith? I don't have any faith. Will you pray that I'll have faith? You don't get faith that way. Man, if if you got faith that way, I'd be the first one in line for whoever was dishing it out. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So that's why we need to be students of the word. Jesus said to the religious leaders in his day, you're in error because you don't know the scriptures or the power of God. And you and I need to come into this balance where, yes, we flow in the power of God, we flow in the anointing, we flow in signs and wonders, we flow in the supernatural, but we are based solidly on the word of God. That's what Jesus said. And other anything other than that is absolute error. So when you read in the Old Testament, I am the Lord that heals you, that's faith springs up. Because that's a word for you. It becomes a personal word for you. You can put your name in that. And so, you know, people say, well, I don't know how to pray the prayer of faith. It sounds so difficult. It sounds so spiritual. It sounds so, you know, impossible and I'm not worthy. Look at praying the prayer of faith is simply asking God to do what he promised he'll do. 
Now, if you understand that you are his child, and that's why Jesus said, every time you pray, pray our Father. Recognize the fact that you are his child, you're part of the family, and he, you're talking to your father. Now, you know, we have four kids. They're all grown up, of course, and uh, having kids of their own, and now their kids are having kids. Hallelujah. But, you know, when they were growing up, they, they, they knew. They knew they were part of our family. They knew that I was their father, and they knew that I w- they were my children. And um, they knew when I gave a promise that they could hold me to it. They'd come right in my face and say, Dad, you promised. Are you going to do it? You know, you promised we'd go here. You promised we'd, we'd do this. And, and, you know, I did my best to keep the promises. That's what faith is. There are times when, when you have to come before God when you're facing, you know, a miracle that's needed to happen and you're facing an impossible situation and need a miracle, there are times you just have to, I mean, look right up to him. Sometimes I hold the Bible up, but I say, you promised. Many times when I believe God to heal people and lay my hands on them, I will remind God of his promises. I'll just say, God, you said, if any two agree is touching anything on earth, it shall be done. And we are agreeing right now. I'll say, God, you said if I lay hands on the sick, the sick will recover. That's the word. And so, God, we're laying hands on the sick and we're believing for total recovery. I mean, listen, if it's God's will to heal anybody, it's God's will to heal everybody. And it's God's will to heal you. God's no respecter of persons. And some people are saying, well, you know, I just have to wait for God's time. Uh, that That's really... That's so, so wrong. I want you to know that it is God's time now. I mean, it's always God's time to save people, to heal people. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. It's his will. So you, you need to be praying in absolute faith and, uh, and believing. Jesus said you can speak to mountains and mountains can be removed and cast into the sea. Hallelujah. And so... You know, we have to stand on the word of God. Isaiah chapter 53 is amazing. It points out that Jesus Christ, and that's prophetic in Isaiah 53, Jesus paid for everything, paid for you to be well physically, emotionally, and spiritually. That's why when Jesus ministered to people, when he was here on earth, he would look at them later and say, be thou made whole wasn't satisfied with just physical healing, wasn't satisfied with just spiritual healing, wanted them to be whole. We, we have to get an attitude about this. We have to declare war on this. And, um, you know, some people say, well, you know, what, the symptoms are just screaming. And what, what if the symptoms um, are bigger than, <laughs> than you feel you are? Well, it, listen to what the Bible says. First John chapter 5, verse 15. We know that he hears us whatsoever we ask. We know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. And faith isn't afraid to take a stand upon the word of God. And faith has nothing to do with anything else but the word of God. And so the enemy says, no, no, look at the symptoms, look at the symptoms. And, and we need to scream, no, no, you look at God. And you look at the healer. He's a healing Jesus. And we need to have faith. And Jesus said, if you have faith, there's nothing that's impossible to you. 
He said in John 15, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Mark chapter 11, verse 24, he says, what things, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. That's why you have, you and I have to start walking in faith, talking in faith, not not agreeing with with negative stuff, but agreeing with the word of God, speaking the word of God, declaring it. And um, you know, if it if it's worth knocking for, it's worth if it's worth seeking, if it's worth asking. I mean, it's worth continually doing that until the door is open, until we find it, until we get the answer. You don't stop. We just need to be persistent in this. We need to become unreasonable in our faith because many people will say, well, why don't you be reasonable? Or they'll say, here's the big one. Why don't you face the facts? You know what the doctors say? You know what the tests say? Well, come on, let's face the facts. Every year, um, it is my my absolute blessing to travel to Israel. And one of the highlights is I go to a place, a garden, just outside the city walls of Jerusalem. I usually spend a day there and spend that day fasting and praying for you, our partners. In that, in that garden area, there's a hill in the shape of a skull where history tells us that very well could be the place where the cross was that Jesus died on. And I'm here to tell you, here's the fact. Jesus is not hanging on a cross. And there's a tomb there. And I'm, I go to the tomb and I stand outside. I go inside the tomb. And here's the fact. Jesus is not buried in any tomb. There's a sign on the door that says he is not here. He is risen. That is a fact. And he's not just walking the earth right now. No, no, no. He ascended according to scripture and according to 500 witnesses. All who had the same story. He ascended onto heaven. And here's the big fact. He is sitting beside the Father, ever living to make intercession for you. In other words, Jesus right now is praying for you. How could you, how could you possibly think of staying sick? How could you possibly think of not having breakthrough? When when Jesus is praying for you, well, I just feel anointing here, and I, I want to pray for you, but um, I want you to know that Jesus is praying for you right now, too, and uh, we are going to walk by faith and not by sight. You know, some people have been taught, well, you know, uh, if I see it, I'll believe it. Well, uh, the Bible says if you believe it, you'll see it. Faith is the substance of things that are unseen at this point but we're going to see it. I just believe there's an anointing here for breakthrough for you and a miracle for you. I want to pray, and then I've got some very, very important, in fact, urgent things to share with you. Father God, thank you for every partner. Thank you for my friends who span this nation in other parts of the world, who, who just are standing with us day by day, praying with us, sowing into this ministry, making it possible for us to see the changes that we are seeing across the nation from sea to sea and throughout the Arctic, from the river to the ends of the earth. And now as they've given, I pray I'll be given back to them. By faith I lay hands on you 
And I pray the anointing of God to come upon you in Jesus' mighty name, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God. Holy Spirit, breathe on these people right now. I speak health. I speak healing. I speak breakthrough for you now, for you and your family. In Jesus' mighty name, I come against every negative word that's been spoken. I come against every negative thought, and I speak peace in the midst of storms. I speak victory. I speak breakthrough. In Jesus' mighty name, oh, hallelujah. Shandarabakosi. Hallelujah. 